0: The Dog Show with Julie Forbes. You're listening to Alternative Talk, 1150 AM. The Dog Show is brought to you in part by Invisible Fence Northwest. Invisible Fence for the life of your pet. Check out InvisibleFenceNW.com to learn about their indoor and outdoor solutions for both dogs and cats. The Dog Show is also brought to you in part by All the Best Pet Care. All the best food, treats, and toys for your dog and cat. You can find them online at AllTheBestPetCare.com. See where all of their nine locations are around western Washington. Have an excellent show today on a gorgeous, sunny, imagine that, day here in Seattle, beginning of the summer now. We're actually seeing the sun. We have Robert Pregelman, who's the founder and owner of SeattleDogSpot.com with us. We're going to be talking about dogs in the news in just a little bit. But before that, I have some announcements um, and some acknowledgements to make. Before I do that, though, I want to say hi to Eric Ryder, our booth engineer and program coordinator here at KKNW. Hi, Eric.
1: Hey, good afternoon, Joey. How are you today?
0: I'm excellent. Awesome. Yeah. Nice day. Gorgeous
1: day, as you said. Perfect day to take your dog for a walk.
0: Indeed. Um, Sunny and... um, I don't know. I'm just, it's just been a really great day so far for no really particular reason. Excellent. Yeah. Which, which is great. It doesn't you, have to You be. didn't
1: swallow a GI Joe today, so that's no, something I good. <laughs> that's making reference to something that we were yes. talking about off air, but,
0: uh, that's in reference maybe we'll get to into that later. the things that dogs can swallow when that's on prednisone. Right. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> well, um, have uh first of all wanted to say the uh last weekend was Pride weekend, Gay Pride weekend in Seattle, one of my favorite weekends personally and I was um the MC and in one of the judges for the doggy drag costume contest that was on Saturday as part of the festivities and it was um uh, so much fun and we pr- the weather did not really cooperate with us very well though mm-hmm. but it did pretty much hold out until like it started to rain as soon as I went on stage and then progressively got heavier and heavier and then everybody just scattered like
1: hate to think of all those doggy Lady Gaga costumes getting (laughs) ruined by the rain
0: well the lady Lady Gaga was last year (laughs) um she actually this year was the winner with a different costume I see she was the pride poodle and the amount of work that went into her little outfit is How do you tell impressive. the difference
1: between a Pride Poodle and a Lady Daga?
0: Well, Lady Daga was dressed in some pink outfit with a blonde, long blonde hair. Okay. And the Pride Poodle had a hand-attached, like, lattice sequin outfit, um and then the word pride down her back. Again, and...
1: something you might see Lady Gaga wear. True,
0: <laughs> true. She was not wearing a meat dress. Well, there you go. Which would probably not have been a good idea for a toy poodle. A, a meat toy dress poodle.
1: would probably not have lasted very long no. on a toy poodle. Yeah. No,
0: no, Edible food for a dog. Yeah,
1: especially at a dog parade. Yes. <laughs> that seems like a recipe for disaster.
0: Yeah. Well, um, I just wanted to give... Um, some thanks to Colin Miller, who's the owner of New Perspectives Construction. He donated the platform that we used for photos. He made that and donated the materials, um, which was very generous. The event is a fundraiser for Pet Partners, which is part of Seattle Humane, a program within Seattle Humane, um, which helps people living with HIV and AIDS to continue to keep their pets so it has people um, bring to their homes um, litter, kitty litter, food. Um, We'll take pets to vet to make their vet visits um, and just gives people support. Um, It's a great, uh, great program. So we had that donated. Um, Colin Miller, New Perspectives Construction. He's wonderful. And then also Andrea Rouleau of A. Rouleau Design um, donated the logo for the event this year, which was very cute. So thanks to them. It was a blast. I, ha- I do have video footage that I'll post after I view it myself and um, also have an announcement, too. There is a designer mutt match and cool cats adoption event. Um, Animal Alliance of Washington sent me this announcement Sunday, July 8th from noon to 3 p.m. at um, Smart in Bellevue, uh, located at 100 108th Ave. Northeast. Uh, don't miss this exciting opportunity to meet a wonderful variety of adoptable dogs, puppies, cats, and kittens from across the state of Washington. All ages, small and large, mixes and purebred pets looking for their loving forever home. So after, if you are um, attending the event after you adopt your new pet, um, be sure to go to All the Best Pet Care for all of your food needs. So We don't want to be shopping there um, at the location of the event. Um, so you can learn more about their events at AnimalAllianceWA.org. I had... Um, so I have Robert Pregelman, the owner of Seattle Dog Spot, sitting next to me right now. Hi, Robert.
2: Hi, how are nice, you doing? Nice
0: to have you back.
2: Yes, good to see you again.
0: So we have... Uh, some story, I mean, I was like, wanted to have you back on the show to talk about dogs in the news. SeattleDogSpot.com is a excellent place to go for a number of different reasons. If you want uh, reviews of and listings of local services, pet related services and businesses. And there's a news section which is just loaded with stuff. I mean, I was looking through it and I will be surprised if we get through all the information on today's show. Um, But before we get going on your um, news stuff, I just want to have talk about one more thing, which is I had a listener and I was talking with Robert about this before the show. I had a listener email me and a client tell me yesterday. So two separate accounts and two different stories, but of, um, them and their dogs being like what they said attacked by crows. One of them was downtown Seattle and one of them was um in her yard. The listener who wrote in said that she and her dog her dog got a crow on the ground or something but didn't injure it and but since then all the neighborhood crows have been basically just attacking them when they walk outside. And then I had a client last night, they have an, a standard poodle puppy and they live downtown. And they um, took her outside to go potty, and she just unknowingly went near a bush where there, what they said was an injured crow, mm. and like all these crows just started dive bombing them, and they had to like run a block away. You
1: got to watch out for those crows because when they get together, it's murder.
0: Yeah, it is. <laughs> <laughs> well, so I was. She was like, "Do you have any suggestions, the listener who wrote in, because this is in her yard that it's happening. She has a yellow lab." And I was like, I don't know, but my brother is an ornithologist. He's a bird scientist, and he works for the U.S. Department of Fish and Wildlife. So I called him, and he said it's because of the time of year, because there's um, lots of young crows that have left the nest, and birds, not just crows, but other birds. He said mockingbirds and blue jays, I think, or um, other—I almost said breeds—types of birds— um, but that when the young are on the ground they leave the nest and there's like a period of time where they're very vulnerable and they're not able to or not good at flying mm-hmm. and so the adults if there are young around are very protective and aggressive and he said the good news is that it should stop pretty soon because especially smaller birds grow pretty fast
2: they did a study at UW on crows a couple of years ago and found that they actually can remember faces so the the professor would put on a certain mask and go out and harass the crows and when he took the mask off and walked by the crows it was no problem but when he put it back on a couple days later Ooh. they were able to recognize him so the woman with the whose uh, dog trapped the crow maybe
0: that's not good news for them she
2: may be having crow trouble for a little while
0: yeah maybe put a costume on her dog yeah <laughs>
1: <laughs> two birds,
2: dress one it stone. Up, right? Dress
0: it up as a German Shepherd <laughs> she can, or something. She yeah. can
1: enter the uh, doggy drag show next oh, there year you go. and also protect herself from crows. She, she
0: can start practicing. Well, uh, just interesting, and it makes sense. I mean, you don't you don't mess with um, you know, especially mothers and their babies. And uh, so, I don't know. Interesting. I don't wonder if anyone else has has had the similar experience. It was weird that I got within 24 hours, two people told me this, and I had never heard of it before. So thanks to my brother, Andy, for the information and his expertise on birds. Um, So uh, if you listen to the show, and there are many of you who do um, online, either on our podcasts or on the radio, if you have a question about something or a comment about something, get in touch. I love to hear from listeners. Let me know that you're listening, and if you have a question that you'd like me to answer um, or just a comment, Send me an email, host at dogradioshow.com. I'd love to hear from you. You can also interact with us on Facebook and just search for The Dog Show with Julie Forbes on Facebook. Become a fan of our Facebook page and you can be part of the conversation in between our live shows, which happen every Wednesday from 2 to 3 p.m. And if you can't listen to us live, you can also find us online at dogradioshow.com. All of our shows are archived on our website. And we're also a free download on iTunes. So if you look for us as an audio podcast, just search for The Dog Show with Julie Forbes on iTunes, and you can download all of our over 170 episodes for free from iTunes. So, Robert, we are coming up on our first break here. And when we come back, we're going to talk about... uh. All the news that you have on your website, seattledogspot.com, well, not all the news stories, but many of them, as many as we can get to, there are some stories that are heartwarming, some stories that are shocking, some stories that are upsetting, pretty much anything you can, I mean, we're going to run the gamut, so... We're going to take a quick break, and when we come back, we'll talk more with Robert Pregelman, who's the owner of Seattle Dog Spot, and you can find him at seattledogspot.com and also on Facebook. Just search for the Seattle Dog Spot. You're listening to The Dog Show with Julie Forbes on Alternative Talk 1150. This is Julie Forbes, dog training, behavior, and nutrition specialist and owner of Sensitive Dog www.sensitivedog.com This is Martha Norwalk. Every Sunday morning, beginning at 9 a.m., thanks in part to the Northwest School of Animal Massage, we cover the world of living successfully with your animal friends. This week, it's July 1st, the first Sunday of the month, and that means it's Behavior Training and Healing Sunday with Martha. Phone calls take priority, and we'll have open phone lines throughout the show, so I can talk with you and answer your questions. Plus, I'll talk more about the Plechner Syndrome, especially how it relates to all my new Abbey cats. Martha Norwalk's Animal World, Sunday morning, 9 a.m. to Noon right here at Alternative Talk AM 1150.
1: Specializing in spinal decompression, chiropractic, and physiotherapy, Dr. Justin Favreau and his team uses integrative evidence-based treatments to provide his patients with comprehensive care that works with the body as a whole connected system. Director of the Advanced Rehabilitation and Wellness Center, Dr. Favreau would love to find a solution for your symptoms of pain, numbness, and tingling. Headaches, allergies, fatigue, and general malaise. Contact Dr. Favreau at 206-497-4962 or go to advancedrehabandwellness.com. That's advancedrehabandwellness.com.
0: Hi, this is Julie Forbes, your host of The Dog Show and owner of Sensitive Dog, dog training and behavior. Invisible Fence Northwest uses a balanced, gentle approach to help dogs learn their boundaries. I've seen it firsthand. They work with each person and pet as an individual and teach in a way that is fun and respectful. Your dog quickly learns it has freedom and fair boundaries so is safe, happy, and secure. Isn't that what we all want for our dogs? Save $100 when you visit InvisibleFenceNW.com or call 800-800-FENCE and tell them you are a dog show fan. They're there for the life of your pet.
3: The Natural Pet Pantry offers everything you need for feeding your pet a raw food diet. Most health issues pets face today are a result of poor diet. The Natural Pet Pantry makes raw, cooked, and custom meals for your pets all prepared locally using only grade A meats and vegetables. Located in stores around the Puget Sound, the home delivery is available from Stanwood to Gig Harbor. Visit naturalpetpantry.com or call 206 248 1079 for more information on how to add health and longevity to your beloved pet's life. That's naturalpetpantry.com.
2: Spread the word. You don't have to settle for the usual talk radio. Now there's Alternative Talk, 1150 a.m.
0: Welcome back to The Dog Show with Julie Forbes. You're listening to Alternative Talk 1150 AM. And we're back with Robert Pregelman, who is the owner of SeattleDogSpot.com. Lots. Now, tell us about your website um, in general, because there's so much to it. Today, we're going to be talking about dogs in the news and the stories that you have posted on your website. But what else is there to find at SeattleDogSpot.com?
2: Well, we created the website to be the one spot where Seattle dog owners can get all the information, local information, about um, dogs, stories, uh, local services, everything in one place. Um, so in addition to the local news stories um, and the the national news stories, we have a blog where I comment on local dog issues. We have an event calendar that shows all the dog um, happenings that are going on, and usually there's... At least ten a weekend, which mm-hmm. is surprising. I didn't know there Especially were that. Especially this summer, yeah. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, any other dog-related information that's going on around the mm-hmm. Sound, and we also allow people to do um, reviews of dog businesses.
0: Yeah, which is very valuable. I'm going to be writing a review myself pretty soon. I'll be talking more about that on another, on another show. Now, isn't somebody we know going to have a column on SeattleDogSpot.com?
2: Uh, yes, that would be. St- you oh (laughs) um we have an ask the vet column where people talk to a local vet uh, about their dog health related issues and now we are going to have a column written by an expert local trainer who knows everything about dogs Um, julie's going to write at least once a month and hopefully a little bit more once we get it all nailed down Um, And people can read her insights about different dog training issues and um, you can always email questions in for her as well. But we're really excited to do that and we're we're happy we were able to figure out how to make it work.
0: Yeah, I'm excited for that as well. So um, now my training business is Sensitive Dog. You can find that online at sensitivedog.com. And so for your dogs in the news section, which is right on the homepage of seattledogspot.com, there is so much to talk about. Um, so let's just get to it. Some of these stories are um, just, uh, like, amazing. Um, you know, I can't believe it happened like this one. Woman takes pet to be cremated, finds long-lost dog. Like, the, so this woman had a dog that passed away, took the dog to the shelter to be cremated. And then while Mm -hmm. she was there waiting, somebody came in with her dog, a Springer Spaniel or Cocker Spaniel, Cocker Spaniel, who um, was lost like a year before that. And she was like, wait a second, that's my dog.
2: Yeah, it was, I think it had been lost for about 18 months before that. And you see stories like this all over the country every day. Um, A lot of interesting ones, a lot of, um, Heartfelt ones, a lot of stories about dogs saving people's lives. I try to keep away from the dog abuse stories. Um, Unfortunately, there are lots of those every day as well. But we try to focus on the ones that um, are important that shows what dogs are doing around the country.
0: Yeah. I mean, can you imagine? Like, it's just such an amazing story and such a feel-good story because, and just kind of blows my mind about the timing of things and how, what a miracle it is that she was That her dog had just passed away and that she, you know, was having to, you know, in that process of, you know, having the dog cremated and starting that grieving process, which is intense. And then to have to be reunited with one of her pets that was there being. I mean, it was like it's crazy. It's
2: almost like the force in the in the universe. had that pet show up, had her uh, her lost dog show up at the same time because she had just lost her other dog. It's amazing.
0: Yeah. Now, the thing, one thing that struck me about this story, um, I read the comments but just below. And then this one, so this one woman writes, there are no coincidences. And then somebody else comments on that. Totally agree. It was planned by God. Happy, happy ending. And then someone else writes, yep, yep, I agree. Everything happens for a reason then somebody else writes i think god needs to get his priorities straight if he spends his time planning chance encounters on reuniting with a lost dog versus all the more urgent issues going on around the world i mean there's so much i can't you know we could spend a whole segment dissecting what this high school student wrote when i saw high school i was like okay that makes a little bit more sense um But I was, you know, immediately like, oh, I practically jumped out of my chair after I read that. And I was like, so, so much, so much that I want to say about that comment. But
2: Well, I'm thinking God is a pretty good time manager since he or she has so much to do. So, yeah, I don't probably didn't spend a lot of time on it.
0: I don't think God needs your um, critique. Megan Peters from Hersher High School (laughs) (sighs) people. I mean, there's there's a lot to that one, though. Can I
1: be devil's advocate on this one and just stick up for Megan and say that uh, maybe she was just being a little bit uh, snide or sarcastic and not necessarily speaking to a deity, or maybe she's agnostic and doesn't believe in a deity?
0: I don't know. She- it's in writing underneath her name. <laughs> you know? All right. I hear what you're saying, Eric, wanting to be politically correct, but... Um, I mean, it's online. It's public. It's not like I looked up her name. Right. But, you know, and it's antagonistic. Interesting, it has 22 likes. Well, you know, a lot of people, people might agree, agree. with Megan. I'm yeah. sure they do. She agrees with herself, so there's. I'm sure there's more.
1: You know, I found with the internet uh, that uh, if I could just do a comments off For everything. Yeah. I think I'd probably be a happier person.
0: Well, comments will be off for the The rest of- The world would be a happier person. For the rest of the stories today. Um, But that one was, I mean, don't tell me that there are more important issues than like somebody being reunited with their dog in the presence of grieving their lost dog. That's a happy thing, of course. Yes. Anyway.
1: So, But you can't tell teenagers not to be surly. I mean, that's what they do. That's their
0: thing. Yeah, it's fine. <laughs> I can also be surly, too, even though I'm not a teenager. Okay, next. Uh Now, Robert, you have some updated information about this Portland dog left in hot car Wednesday dies.
2: Yes, this is one of the most frustrating stories that we see. Every single year, you would think people, even if they haven't heard it, because it's been all... it. The news people talk about it all the time that nor that just common sense would allow them to realize that they shouldn't leave a dog in a hot car uh that it heats up like an oven, and within minutes your dog can die um but Unfortunately, a dog did die in Portland last a couple of weeks ago, and then just last week, I haven't posted this, but um three dogs were saved by a policeman who. Um, somebody called and saw them, and the police came in and, and broke into the car. And I think whenever I see these stories, the common thread that I see all over the country is someone saw the dogs mm-hmm. and called. Yeah, um, and that's really critical to 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 uh, people who just walk by a car. You'll many people will see dogs in a car and not think anything of it, but if it's anywhere above fifty degrees and the car's in the sun, mm-hmm. um, usually the only way the dogs can get saved is by somebody seeing them and calling. Mm-hmm. animal control or, or the police.
0: Right. Um in Newburyport, Massachusetts, where my father used to live, um he's just since moved. It's illegal, actually, illegal to leave your dog in a car if it's like above a certain temperature outside. Like you'll get busted for it.
2: Yeah, well, dog abuse is illegal and leaving yeah. a, a dog in a hot car would constitute that.
0: Yeah. It's so dangerous. And I know it's like, how do you not know? How have you not heard? It's all over the news on major stations. You know, there's flyers up all over the place at vet offices, you know, everywhere. People are talking about it like we are now. And yet it's it continues to happen every year. Yep. Um, So be so careful if it's sunny. It doesn't have to be super hot. I mean, a day like today, it's like um, low 70s, Mm -hmm. sunny, dog in the sun, In a hot car, definitely vulnerable, could be very dangerous, and it doesn't take long. So just be super careful about that. It's not worth it. And, yeah, like you said, that they have rescued. Now, that would be interesting because dogs tend to be very protective of cars, although I'm sure that if they are on the verge of heat stroke, they're probably a little bit – I mean, I would imagine it might be a tough job to break into a car to rescue dogs when dogs tend to be protective. Mm -hmm. But if they're overheating – Right. They're probably like, thank you.
2: There was a story real quickly in Dallas about six months ago where um, they put the dogs in the trunk. They were two very small dogs. Um, And someone saw that and called the police and they, you know, ripped the trunk open because they didn't know where the people were. And the people were more upset about their car getting damaged than they were about the dogs.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Well it's not surprising since they put the dogs in the trunk in the first place. Yeah. It's like who does that anyway? Um okay, so the uh, dog feared eaten by coyotes reunited 4 years after she vanished. This is just astounding. Uh this little girl, now 11-year-old, 11, 11 years old, um distraught when her terrier mix vanished and they found the pet and um so this is a good point now. Vets at the animal hospital discovered a microchip under the stray dog's skin, um, and they were able to reunite her four years after the dog was um, went missing. And the girl's father said, uh, uh, she came right to me and seemed pretty happy to see me. That's what he said. Um, now, I just can't believe the dog. Like, where was the dog for four years? Stray? Living stray? Or had it, like, bounced from families? I mean, it's crazy.
2: It is crazy. And, again, I see these stories almost every day. And um, usually the dogs have fended for themselves, um, as far as people know. I mean, sometimes they get picked up by animal control and they find the microchip. But yeah. um, I've seen dogs that have been lost for four years, five years, eight years that get reunited with um Their families, but almost in every case, the reason they're reunited is because they have a chip. If they didn't have the chip embedded in them, then um, they never would have gotten back to their families.
0: Yeah, I mean, there was another story that there was a bulldog found more than 500 miles away from their home, Chumley. (laughs) That's (laughs) That's a a great name. Great name for a bulldog. And there is a dachshund, Skippy, who did a tribute to Frankie, the the walk and roll Wiener dog who recently passed away. Skippy was a racing wiener dog in a cart and raced for Frankie. But I thought Skippy is an excellent name for a dachshund.
2: That's true. As
0: Chumley is for a bulldog. All right, it's time for a break. We're going to be back in just a few minutes with Robert Pregelman, who's the owner of SeattleDogSpot.com. We're talking about dogs in the news. And you're listening to The Dog Show with Julie Forbes on Alternative Talk 1150. (music)
1: Incorporated is a full-service electrical contractor from simple home repairs to full remodels, new construction and small commercial projects. Our qualified electricians do it all. We pride ourselves on our workmanship and professional standards delivered with value in mind. Located in historic Ballard, Kemley Electric serves the greater Seattle metropolitan area, licensed, bonded and insured. Kemley Electric welcomes all inquiries about your electrical needs. Visit the website, KemleyElectric.com. That's K-E-M-L-Y Electric.com.
3: Do you have an injury, old or new, that won't heal? Are you fighting a cold or illness you can't kick? Do you feel like you've tried everything and are still struggling to find wellness and balance in your physical health? Have you been unimpressed with acupuncture in the past? For over a decade, Robert Meduzia has been making a difference for people who thought they had exhausted their options don't settle for pain and illness. Call 425-828-6190. That's 425-828-6190. Again, 425-828-6190. The Acupuncture and Sports Clinic of Kirkland. Heal faster, play longer.
2: For home repair, remodeling construction advice, ideas and useful stories every Saturday from 10 till 11 a.m., tune in to Constructing Whatever. With over 40 years of combined experience, hosts Tim and Lynn talk about whatever. From important need-to-know topics to fielding your questions about the latest industry news, it's Constructing Whatever every Saturday morning right here on Alternative Talk 1150.
0: Look on the job site. It's a failed musician. It's a college dropout.
3: It's Construction Man, Saturdays at 10 a.m.
0: For more than 25 years, All the Best Pet Care has been helping people choose the best foods, treats, and toys for their dogs and cats. They are a locally owned family business bringing about little miracles every day by following the Mother Nature model of nutrition. Stop by to meet their adoption cats, schedule an anesthesia-free dental cleaning, or bring your dog to the toy testing area. Visit their new store in Edmonds next to the PCC and their expanded Redmond store in the Whole Foods Plaza. To learn more, go to allthebestpetcare.com or follow them on Facebook.
2: Write it down, shout it loud. Alternative Talk, 1150 AM. Now, wasn't that fun?
0: Welcome back to The Dog Show with Julie Forbes. We are back with Robert Pregelman, who's the owner of seattledogspot.com your one-stop spot for everything that you would need to know about dogs, especially in Seattle, uh, listings of local businesses and reviews. Certainly do, if you have experience with some local businesses, um, go on to Seattle Dog Spot and write a review. Share your experience because it will be very valuable to others who are considering that business. Um, so we today are talking about dogs in the news, and... Uh, there's all sorts of topics here, and there's one about um, the study that they've done that found that dust from homes with dogs prevents asthma infection, which is kind of like the opposite of what people might think.
2: Right. It's really counterintuitive. And I used to work for an environmental group, and one of the things that triggers asthma other than Air pollution that people have always said is dust and pet hair in the home, but if you think about it, um, the way allergies the way allergies are cured, um, you expose the person to small amounts of whatever is making them allergic, and eventually they build up an immunity to it. Um, and that's I had to give myself allergy shots for ten years, and that's what I did. And um, it's really great news for a lot of parents and. Um, hopefully, potential parents that are thinking of getting dogs because um, just by that exposure to the dog dander that is in the house, which obviously you can never get rid of all of it, <laughs> as we all know, right? Um, kids can build up an immunity to, to asthma. And it got coverage all over the country. It was a huge study. And um, I know they're going to continue to study it, but hopefully they'll find it. Uh, uh, more information about it. But mm-hmm. uh, right now the the initial testings look really good.
0: Yeah, I mean, that is um, great news for for dogs <laughs> and dog people. And it was something I read, um, something about, I'm trying to find it in the article. You can find the links to these all of these full articles on seattledogspot.com. So if you want to read more, there's a lot more information than what we're talking about. Um, if you want to read any of these full articles, just go to that homepage, seattledogspot.com, and um, there's dogs in the news right there on the homepage. Just click on that to see all of the stories listed. There's also lots of stories that we're not talking about as well. Uh, oh, this led us. To, it says, this led us to speculate that microbes within dog-associated house dust may colonize the gastrointestinal tract. Modulate immune responses and protect the host against the asthmogenic pathogen RSV. I mean, there's the science around it is really interesting, but it's um, great. It's like, oh, wow. Ha- dust in households with dogs is healthier dust. Right. Or actually, actually uh, supports immune function as opposed to hurts it. And I wonder about cats. Don't know. Hmm. Well. Eric, Eric has cats. Do you, you know, you pre- I maybe think that your dust in your house, not to say that there is dust in your house, but. <laughs> oh, there's plenty <laughs> of dust.
1: <laughs> and dander.
0: Do you feel like your dust is healthier because of your cats?
1: You know, I feel pretty good. Yeah. You know, I feel healthy. You I don't look think well. it's uh, affected me. So, yeah, oh. thank you. Yeah. Um, but to be honest, I've had people in that were allergic to cats and uh, occasionally they've had, like, you know, reactions. So, yeah. you know, I guess it could go either way. Maybe if they had stayed around long enough to get more exposure, the story would have had a happier ending. But- yeah.
0: And this one's talking about um, that dust from homes with dogs prevents asthma infection. Mm. And so I'm assuming, you know, that's not talk. thats different from— Allergies, Correct. Because people can certainly be allergic to the pet and would experience symptoms of allergies.
2: That's right. And also it was talking about kids as well. It did the testing on, um, it was saying primarily kids are the ones that will be most effective because yeah. they're the ones that have the developing immune systems. So it's, for us old people, it might be just too late. But uh, for kids who are still uh, developing their immune systems, uh, those are the ones ca- that can get extra protection by having the dog's in the house.
0: Yeah. Uh, there's another story that really, um, really touched me, a very powerful story about, uh, it says, a Hero Dog prompts women's shelter to accept canines. And this was an aspect of domestic violence that I hadn't thought of, specifically of the issue of... Um, Leaving a leaving your home and entering into a shelter um, would mean that you would have to leave your pet behind. And what would you do? And it actually Mm -hmm. says that 40 percent of battered women don't leave the situation because they don't want to leave their pet behind, which I would totally get. And then you said that there is a there is a link between well, there's often animal abuse that's happening in a house with domestic violence.
2: Absolutely. Um, Most. Serial killers, people that commit violence against other people, um, they get started by, for lack of a better word, practicing on animals. Um, And there's been numerous studies that have shown a very strong link. And in this case, this particular dog, it was a Great Dane, and um, it not only was a close Uh, companion to the woman who was uh, abused, but it actually laid on top of her while she was getting beaten Mm. um, and most likely saved her life. Um, And then when she went to the shelter, um, she took the dog with her. Mm -hmm. And at first they wouldn't allow the dog to get to go. And she was um, like,
0: fine, I'll go live in my car.
2: Exactly. Um, Which a lot of people, including me, would do. Yeah. Um, But I think this may trigger something across the country because it's really brought a lot of um, it brought a spotlight to to this issue Mm -hmm. um, to domestic violence and women and dogs and here in Seattle there was a similar event where a woman was um, her boyfriend had come to beat her up and her dog was literally between her and the boyfriend the dog's the one that actually got um, injured pretty severely turned out fine Mm -hmm. Um, but she actually gave her dog up to the animal shelter because she didn't want it. She didn't... The the guy was still out there and she didn't want it hurt and it did get adopted by another family, but it Mm -hmm. apparently happens a lot. Um, Mm -hmm. And I'm surprised the press hasn't reported on it more, but... This um, shelter just opened a special section where dogs can stay now. So mm. hopefully other shelters will start mm-hmm. taking that into account and do it themselves.
0: Well, and that, too, and also the psychological benefits because of the emotional support mm-hmm. that, I mean, one, getting getting more women. If it's going to get more women out of these violent situations where they're being abused, if if the ability to take their pet with them is going to get them out, which mm-hmm. it sounds like 40 percent potentially. um increase then um but also the emotional support moving forward to continue to have the companionship of your pet to, to keep living i mean to you know to then move on and, and rebuild to build a new life mm-hmm. well it's so great and so this shelter Did you say this was in kansas city
2: yeah it was in kansas city
0: um now has it has just opened uh, like a like a pet run area mm-hmm. to house these pets so great and just inspired by this this one story, um, so um, that one really, um, I when you and then when you were talking about it now, it just gave me chills. Yeah. So there's another story: a brave dog defends his guardian from a bear attack on the front porch. Mm-hmm. So this woman opened the door of her front porch, and there was a mother and her baby bear on the porch.
2: Right, and. Again, this is something that happens a lot that people don't read about, but it's in the news every day all over the country where dogs understand that uh, their family is in danger and they put themselves between the danger and their family. It happens over and over again. Mm-hmm. And the stories like this are just they're commonplace, but they're amazing because they yeah. happen every day.
0: You know, I, I see a, a common, um, you know, hero dog, brave dog. I mean, that is um in, in this list just on this first page of news stories on seattledogspot.com, you know hero dog brave dog here i mean i actually see hero dog a few times here mm-hmm. um you know there's a lot of really amazing stories about what dogs do for their people there was one about a um corgi that barked to alert to a diabetic woman's coma mm-hmm. and it wasn't even her dog it was her ex-husband's corgi right <laughs> And she was told by her doctors that if if the, so, the corgi barked and woke up her daughter, who then went down and found her mom and then called 911. And um, that if this if it had been ten minutes later, the, that the woman would have died.
2: Yeah, they now have service dogs that can monitor blood sugar levels just by smell, mm-hmm. um, and they've saved lots of people. Um, and speaking of hero dogs, just last night in Spokane, there was a dog. Um, Uh, that was unfortunately shot, but it's going to be okay, um, while chasing out home invaders. the People broke into somebody's home. They took some stuff. The dog chased them for several blocks before they shot it. Mm. Um, But the dog will be okay. But it's just another example of um, dogs stepping up and protecting their people.
0: Yeah. And it's an interesting point because, you know, working with dogs in the capacity of training and behavior, a lot of it's kind of a double-edged sword because – You know, dogs are protecting their property, protecting their territory, protecting their owners, which is awesome when it's a situation where it's needed. Right. But then that instinct is often um, often comes out when it isn't necessary Mm -hmm. or the dogs will get in trouble for doing what they're just wired to do and what they have been doing for people for. For humans for tens of thousands of years right so it's kind of this like you hear like all of these brave dog hero dog and then it's like then you have the the sort of shadow side of that of like the dangerous dog laws and mm-hmm. where they're kind of do, do and oftentimes doing similar behaviors just in maybe different situations right all right time for a quick break and we'll be back more with Robert Pregelman who's the owner of Seattle com we're talking about dogs in the news. You're listening to The Dog Show with Julie Forbes. This is Julie Forbes, your host of The Dog Show. If you've been listening, you already know how I feel about Invisible Fence Northwest and their safety solutions for dogs. But get this, they help cats too. They tell me they've helped thousands of felines enjoy safe freedom outdoors or can keep them safe inside. They also have gentle ways to create a dog-free zone for your cat. So your dog will stay away from your cat's litter box and food bowls. Visit InvisibleFenceNW.com or call 800-800-FENCE and tell them you want the dog show discount. Invisible Fence for the life of your pet.
1: Family owned since 1975, Dr. Don's Automotive has been awarded Best Auto Repair from Seattle Magazine, Seattle Weekly and Ballard News Tribune. It's time for a service to get your car ready for summer heat. Summer service includes oil change, check AC and cooling systems, and more. Mention this ad for 5% off parts and labor on any service. Dr. Don's Automotive, expert auto repair and service with honesty of a dog lover that you can trust. Find them online, drdonsautomotive.com or call 206-782-6303. Who is Jopra? What is Jopra?
3: When is Jopra?
1: Joe Janot is the host of a brand new show called Jopra. Joe has been nicknamed Jopra by his friends and colleagues who find his advice and insight to be enlightening, just like a certain other talk show host of World Without. Born and raised in Seattle, independent-minded Joe Janot is bringing issues to the airwaves that make you ponder, laugh, and deliberate. The Jopra Show is about the ins and outs of food and drink, relationships, entertainment, and so much more. Get to know Jopra every Thursday at 2, right here on Alternative Talk 1150. Theme. Conversations Live with Vicki St. Clair discusses issues that are important to you, like good health and well-being, finding a new job and building your business, overcoming life's big challenges and making sense out of chaos, and living with passion and joy. Join us Mondays at noon Pacific for Conversations Live with Vicki St. Clair. See ConversationsLive.net for show schedule and guest information. Joan Sarita, creator of Therapy Corner Store. Servicing your animal needs through therapeutic music, massage, aromatherapy, and workshops. Helping people connect with their dogs and promote healing through touch and music with her instructional CD. Therapeutic music with canine massage. Go to jonesarita.com. That's J-O-A-N. SORITA.com to order your therapeutic music with canine massage today or call 425-877-4824. That's 425-877-4824. JoanSerita.com. Therapeutic music, aromas, and massage for your dog.
2: 1150KKNW.com. Your connection to Alternative Talk. 1150 AM.
0: Welcome back to The Dog Show with Julie Forbes. You're listening to Alternative Talk 1150. We're back with Robert Prigelman, owner and operator of SeattleDogSpot.com. And we're talking about dogs in the news. Lots of different stories, um, amazing stories, stories that make me want to use profanity. Um, Feel-good stories, interesting stuff, scientific stuff. You can find more articles about more stories and then more information on the stories that we talked about on seattledogspot.com. You'll see it right on the homepage there, section Dogs in the News. And then you can just click uh, list all the articles and there's pages and pages of interesting stuff going on. Now we're going to talk both local and national. We're going to talk about now the 4th of July, which is coming up and, um, It is next Wednesday, actually, a week from today. So Mm -hmm. I am going to be uh, playing an encore broadcast of my interview with Barbara Teschel and Frankie, the walk and roll wiener dog who recently passed away. And Frankie has a few children's books, and she and Barbara used to go around to schools and talk to kids about... uh, being disabled actually being a blessing. So um, and being different in general, just such a cute message. And and Frankie recently passed away, so I'm going to play that in a tribute to her and her life. And Barbara, um, feeling for you right now, Barbara. So Fourth um, of July anyway is next week, and Fourth of July is probably the worst holiday for pet owners because of the fireworks. And uh, there's some stuff going on in the community to help people prepare for the 4th of July and then also respond to the 4th of July. Uh, Robert, you said that there's um, Homeward Pet is offering free microchips for people?
2: Yes. Um, as I said earlier, most of the pets that have been lost for years are identified by their microchips. Um, and really, every pet should have one because you just never know when they make it out. And um, Homeward Pet in Woodenville. On Friday and Saturday, we'll be giving free microchips from 10 to 2. Um, the only requirement is that your dog is already spayed or neutered. And um, it's a great deal. They can cost up to 100 bucks if you have it done at the vet. Mm-hmm. And even if they run out and you're not able to get a free one, every Tuesday after that from 10 to 2, they'll be giving them away for, well, they're not giving them away, but they'll be selling them for just $20.
0: Okay, great. And that's at Homeward Pet in Woodenville. So make sure that your pet is properly identified both with microchip and ID tag um, or ID attached to the collar. But the microchip is especially important because if a dog gets out, oftentimes the collar can come off or get caught on something. Mm -hmm. And so you actually have something under the skin that can be scanned by a shelter. And then uh, Missing Pet Partnership, which is an organization that we've talked to a few times on the show over the years, And they are at MissingPetPartnership.org, a wonderful organization that has a ton of information online to help people reunite with their lost pets. They're doing their um, lost pet recovery booth again uh, post-4th of July to help people who have lost their pets. And where is that happening?
2: That is going to be at the uh, regional animal shelter at King County uh, in Kent and they'll be there on July 5th, 6th, and 7th. I I volunteered for it last year, and um, it is amazing how many pets are lost. Um, we had streams of people, we had people waiting in line wow. um, when the shelter opened to try to find their pets. And yeah. Um, most of the things they're able to do is just give common sense tips on where people can look for them. Yeah. Um, and if they have trouble finding them, then there's more in-depth stuff they can do to to help you find your their, their pet, and they have great resources on their website as well.
0: Yeah. The website, again, is missingpetpartnership.org, and one of the things um, that they – started is and that they've really talked about it like you said Robert it's a wealth of information that they offer Mm -hmm. all about the differences between uh, the behavior of a lost cat versus the behavior of a lost dog the behavior of a lost cat who's an indoor only cat versus a cat that's indoor outdoor Mm because they can act differently so really valuable information there's actually quite a bit to it and they help um, people you know really increase their um success rate of being reunited um but their um signs that they do where they have these uh poster neon poster board signs mm-hmm. and they have their rule of um five words that you can see going 55 miles an hour in 5 seconds or something like that right so it's not like you know, don't be too wordy about it. And you want it to be big enough that people can see it if you're posting signs, especially on roadways. And to, and what people tend to do is post in the neighborhood. But you want to market you. It's basically marketing. I mean, you're having to market for your lost pet. And so to put these large signs, neon signs with Large, bold print of just five descriptive letters that are going to catch the attention of somebody who may have seen your pet. And then they can right. stop and get more information.
2: And you touched on another important thing they teach, which is dogs generally, when they're lost, are not going to be in your neighborhood if they get frightened by something. Because they tend to keep running and running until they feel like they're away from whatever was scaring them. So... um Really, you need to go out much further than your own neighborhood if your dog has been scared off by the fireworks as well. So they have lots of great tips like that. And another tip I learned was if you're looking for a lost dog that's not yours, don't call the dog's name uh, because the dog doesn't know who you are. And uh, it kind of that freaks it out even more. So you <laughs> How do just, you
0: know my name?
2: <laughs> you just stand still.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And when I remember they were saying, like, um, sometimes dogs even won't come when called by their owners if they're found because they're panicked and mm-hmm. they just kind of are like in another world. And so they, I remember her saying, like, do something that feels familiar to the dog. Like, um, like if you're with somebody else to just toss a ball back and forth with the person or toss a Frisbee Or even just sit down and and not put this pressure on the dog. Oh, my gosh, there you are. I'm going to come after you. Because if the dog is in a state of panic, might not even recognize their own owner, which would be hard for a lot of people to believe. But it's true.
2: And um, the other thing they said to do is um, get those uh, erasable markers and mark up your car um, similar to what a lost poster would look like. So your car actually becomes one big billboard. Yeah. And with a picture of your dog on it. And there have been several cases of people getting information about their dogs that way. And I think their success rate's around 70%. And normally, if a dog is lost, the chances of getting it back are like in the 20s. So their stuff really does work.
0: Yeah, it does. They they really do great work. Again, that's missingpetpartnership.org. And prevention is the best medicine. And this is sort of along the lines of, like, the dogs in the hot hot car. It's like, how many times does the story need to be covered? Like, don't take your dog to the fireworks. And make, you know, make sure that they do whatever. If you need to stay home and hold your dog by the collar, do it. Because, you know, so dogs will, you know, don't leave windows open, even if there's a screen. If your dog so freaks out, like, you know, extreme cases where they might, you know, eat through drywaller. I mean, dogs can do that type of stuff. Stay home with them. Don't go out. You know, make sure that you do everything in your power to prevent your pet and not just dogs, but cats too, um, to make sure that they're safe over the holidays of this particular holiday, which is just a nightmare for pets.
2: Yeah. We stay at home on the 4th now.
0: Yeah. And it's going to start soon. It's not just the 4th of July. It's going to be, you know, probably like you said, this weekend, we'll be hearing people Mm -hmm. setting fireworks off in the neighborhood. So Well, Robert, always a pleasure to have you on the show, and I look forward to having you back soon. We were talking about dogs in the news. You can find more information about a lot of different things, more news stories, and much, much more on seattledogspot.com. And soon
2: we'll find our expert trainer there, too.
0: Including my my column about uh, dog training and behavior, among other things. So look for that coming shortly. Um, If you've missed any part of this show... Or any of our past over 170 episodes, you can find us both on our website, dogradioshow.com. All of our shows are archived on our website on the podcast page. And we are also a free download on iTunes. So you can find us on iTunes. Just search for The Dog Show with Julie Forbes. And you can also find us on Facebook. So do become a fan of our Facebook page. You can be a part of the conversation in between our live shows every Wednesday from 2 to 3 p.m., Thanks so much for listening today and have a very safe 4th of July.